All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. What's up? All right, this episode we're going to do is our week two preview show. And man, I tell you what, if this week coming up is anything like the last one, right? Man, it's going to get people, you know, it's going to be hard for people to get out at the house. Oh, I can go to games. Yeah, it, it takes <laughs> it takes a lot. It has to be something really going on that right, I'm right. gonna not be at my house. But we can see there were some atmospheres last week though. People are packing those stands again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Full stadiums. Right. I love it, man. Right. I love it. <laughs> I stay home because hey, we got a job to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we will try to get to some games though. Definitely. We will, especially. Uh, some Friday ones after Thanksgiving, probably a bowl game, right. something like that. So we'll be out and about this year, though, too. Yes, sir. All right. So, all right. So first one we got, we don't have no Thursday games this week. We got a couple. We got two Friday games. And the Boise State, New Mexico, I don't think it's going to be that great of a game. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess, looking at it after <laughs> last weekend, I really thought this Louisville at Central Florida was going to be a good game. But, mm. <laughs> Hard to say. You never know. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's week. This week to week stuff. Yeah, it, it could be deceiving. Now going in, just if you're looking at it on paper, mm-hmm. Louisville's not looking too hot. No, does yeah. that Cunningham get it back on track? Right. It's crazy because I, I I saw him make some throws and some plays to kind of move it down the field, but he wasn't consistent. No, and that's what we talked about in some in some of our preview shows. Is who does he have to throw the ball to? Yeah. That's the thing. It's interesting. Like I said, he did lose, I guess, his one speedster or the fastest receiver to Alabama. Yeah. You didn't think that dude would make that much of a difference, mm-hmm. but hey, who knows? Yeah, the and they the lost a couple looked. of other ones to other schools, too. Right. They did, and that's what kind of threw me off because, you know, you hear about a lot of kids transferring and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We're not going to dig too deep into it. Right. But it was just – it was so odd how just one – specific group at one school mm-hmm. I noticed that left. Right. And it was wide receiver at Louisville. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at your quarter. I mean, you got a quarterback right. that'll get you the ball. Right. That would be some digging into. I mean, you who know? knows? And you know, yeah, you know, of course you you know they're gonna highlight it. Yeah. You know, so he's gonna be throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not gonna be a run heavy team, but who knows? Could it be a position coach? Yeah, you know? I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we'll do a little digging into that and see what that's all about. But yeah, I don't know. It was just so crazy that one specific group mm-hmm. on one specific team seemed to be where everybody was leaving right. from. So I mean, maybe yeah, maybe that that wide receiver coach is, <laughs> they got some issues with him out there. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to recall who it was. I think it's someone we know. We'll kind of get back to it. So yeah. But yeah, that one I'm not really too for sure. But like I said, it just kind of, it's kind of odd how you know. And it's not like they're losing bottom feeder uh, wide receivers. I mean, these are guys that contributed. These are mm-hmm. guys that could probably play on Sunday. You know, and it's like, like we said. I mean, you all you gotta do is play well, and you'll get drafted. They don't. I mean, these NFL scouts will find you. I mean. Right. It doesn't matter where you play at. They will find you. That's how some of them ones in them little schools end up getting drafted. Right. And they're going at UCF, the Gus bus. Mm. So, I mean, we'll have to see what old Gus can do out there. Like I said, I'm not 100% on jumping on the Gus bus, but he seemed like he's doing pretty well out there for himself so far. I mm-hmm. mean, it's still early, but we'll just have to see how he can end up wrapping it up. Because they do have that Plumley. 
is oh, their quarterback. Right, from Ole Miss. Yeah, from Ole Miss. In the last game, he went 20 for 31, 308 yards, and four touchdowns. Right. With 15 carries for 86 yards in the touchdown. Right. And I can say this, though, about Gus just checking his history. Now, he don't develop them. No. But someone else develop them for him, he, he can He, he can, can win go, with him. He can win with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at Plumley, he had actually moved a receiver at one point. Right. Whenever he was at Ole Miss. Or, yeah, Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get to see what old Plumley can do out there against Louisville. Apparently, that defense is pretty poor. So, I mean, <laughs> Plumley might have another great, great game. Right. So we'll just have to see on Friday night. Maybe that game will turn out to be a good game. Yeah, Who maybe. Knows? It'll be something you know worth tuning into. Mm-hmm. I mean, Louisville's trying to get back on track. Yeah, that's that, true, that too. That was a big loss. I mean, not just losing to Syracuse. It was a conference. Yeah, like I said, that one, those <laughs> count twice. Yeah, and it was conference and division. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, the yep. division. Sure yeah. was, yeah. Right. They're in the same division. Right. So, yeah, that one hurts even more then. Mm-hmm. Oh, just... Keep grinding the knife into him, Taz. Is it hey, ain't hurting already? Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why. That's he, what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Go back that drawing board and uh, regroup. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then we got Saturday again. We're back again Saturday, and there's still some. I was going through trying to find some some games to hit on and talk about, and there's still there's still some cupcake games out there. Mm-hmm. But hey, like we said, cupcake teams. If you want to make the show, right. Go and pull off them wins. We highlighted them, a lot of them, <laughs> on our last episode. Right. Where these cupcake games ended up, the cupcakes ended up winning. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, like I said, we break these down by time zones, and these are all Eastern time zones. Like I said, they will vary depending on where you're living at, or what part of the country or the world that you're in. Right. We know we got a lot of friends across seas. Definitely, man. We do. We're in, what did I say, 44 states? Yeah. Six continents? Right. I don't know how many countries, a ton, but so depending on where you're living, these right. times might vary. Right. <laughs> but we'll go by Easter Standard Time. <laughs> so noon games, we got first one right out the jump. Everybody's talking about. Uh, uh, is it surprising that this is a new game? It is a noon game? Yeah. Mm. Normally, this would probably be one of those primetime games. I think it would be if Texas was better. I heard Alabama is upset yeah. that I they got to play at 11 a.m. Right, but, I mean, Texas has been having a lot of talk. Oh, yeah. Like we said, they won talking season. Right. I mean, you have, you know, on top of recruiting, uh, getting Manning. I mean, you did bring in anticipated quarterback, Quinn Ears. Mm-hmm. You hear uh, about him? His co- mm-hmm. his uh, car got towed. Oh, yeah, during the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. You'd think you'd have a designated parking spot. Oh, you would think. <laughs> That's something. Uh, All that money you making now? That's something Sark got to address. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't pay that tow bill. Right. <laughs> tow, the tow guy may have to have a conversation. Yeah. You see this car right here? Right. Nah, we good. You don't touch that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of hype behind this game, and I don't see it honestly. Right. Right. But I mean, it was just, I guess, the storylines, and that's it. You know, what I'm saying with Sark. And yeah, of course you have a few of the transfers to go over. Yeah, and Alabama and stuff like that. Right. But I, I don't. I mean, it's a, this is the biggest hype around a twenty point um, point spread that right. I've ever heard of. Right. I mean, you got the big noon kickoff show mm-hmm. going to Austin. You got college game day right. going to Austin. Right. 
For what? I don't know, dude. Maybe <laughs> they just want to see more of Bama. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, I don't, I could, as we go through here, I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of big heavy hitter games or whatever, but there's some fairly decent games. Some games will probably be closer in this one that they could go to mm-hmm. and showcase. Right. I mean, like, probably the Houston, Texas Tech game. That would be close. Right. USC and Stanford. Right. I mean, I don't think that game will be close. Well, I mean, but yeah, just considering, yeah. considering how Stanford's been. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. Maybe Missouri K State. Yeah. And that one. Yeah, that's one that you don't see often. Mm-mm. No. So, I mean, I, I, I don't get the hype behind this game. Uh, the brands, man. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just a brand game. The brands, and then you got the anticipation of them coming over in a couple of years. Yeah. You know? And then they'll play in Alabama next year. Right. And who, who knows who might be the quarterback then? Might be Arch Manning. Who knows? Well, how about this? What if the same situation happens in Texas mm-hmm. that happened in Ohio State? They got Quinn Ears to come to Texas. Remember, because he picked that C.J. Stroud. Right. And we said, what if C.J. Stroud goes to the Rose Bowl or something, wins 11, 12 games, and right. you got his number one quarterback, do you play him? And he right. saw the writing on the wall. Who's to say that if this kid – I don't think he'll win 10 or 12 games at Texas this year. But just theoretically, if he does, would Arch Manning decide to go somewhere else? Hmm. Questionable. So they'll be, what, a year apart? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, Arch is probably, probably a little different dude. I mean, I don't think he's afraid of competition. No, no, no. I'm not saying you know? afraid of competition. But, I mean, well, but that the, Quinn Ears, he'll have one more year. Yeah. Because he had last year. But at the same time, Arch, Arch gets to, to kind of get a – See the audition of Quinn Ears this year. Oh, yeah, of course. So, but I was just saying, I mean, just for argument's sake, if they end up going 10 and 2, yeah. you're not going to bench them next year. No, I mean, what? If, and and that's a, that's the question because if Arch is looking to come in right away to compete and possibly start mm-hmm. and not willing to redshirt, because if you redshirt, then you put an extra year between you. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, and, that, yeah. and then, okay, I, I can learn and then I yeah. can come on in and start. But if, but if his mindset is I'm coming in playing right away, and then this guy right here is audition his audition is good. Yeah, you know you're probably not, not. going to take that job away from him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now question would be for Archie is do I stay in this class? Yeah, <laughs> or do you leave? That's what I'm saying. But he hadn't he, he only committed. He ain't signed. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might sign early signing day just because he's committed, and that's what December fifteenth. Yeah, his early signing yeah, day, yeah. so he'll know by the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He will. Yeah, but I mean, what would happen if he sit down at that table on National Signing Day and said, "I'm gonna go here"? Well, and Sark knows what he's got to do. He knows he's got a solid quarterback. Yeah, first of all, because he's not coming, mm-hmm. and now I'll probably just go get me a, a veteran. Yeah, backup or another something. quarterback. Yeah, because who's to say that he wouldn't go to Alabama, knowing Bryce Young's out? If he goes to Alabama, right. he's starting next year. Arch is. Yeah, maybe they have a good backup over there, you know dude. What I'm well, no, I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm, yeah. I'm just saying he yeah. has more of a better chance of starting there than a ten and two Texas team. Yeah, or maybe even a Georgia. As Stetson Bennett, I think he finally can graduate. Yeah, but then there's again. I mean, you 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 don't know, and that's crazy because I, I watch a, a lot of that game. Or what about a Florida? 
You know Richardson's gone after this year. Yeah, he'll probably have a better opportunity coming in, I would say, because I think that the guy that we're probably going to, Stokes, that we're probably going to bring in, probably red shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jack Miller's there, of course. Yeah. We'll see what happens when he comes back and what kind of reps he he put in. But, I mean, he's got an opportunity to just kind of let things play out. Or LSU. Go to LSU, he yeah, start. But what's that culture that like though? Yeah, Brian Kelly. We talked about that. All right, now nah, I wouldn't play for Brian That's Kelly. What I'm saying. I mean, do you want to go Boy in Lane? And Jason Dart, I don't know how much he has left. Yeah, he may he may stay another year. Yeah, well, he could out. He could beat him out. Yeah, it just appears. He, he won't. He won't go to Tennessee just because they got that other quarterback that coming in. Yeah, yeah, so he won't go there. But I mean, he he, he has the luxury of just sitting back. Yeah, that's true. Let things play out. Yep, see how it goes. And, go and yeah, they turn around and go five and seven. He's like, <laughs> Coach, I'm going to sign early, early, and I'm going to be there. Right. <laughs> so, all right, but that's the Alabama-Texas game. Like I said, it's like you, you called it perfectly. It's a brand game. Right. That's it. I don't believe it's a competitive game. It's just a brand game. Mm-hmm. So, and another game we got on here is uh, South Carolina at Arkansas. Right. Spencer Rattlers. First taste of the SEC. First, yeah, as far as playing in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be good. I mean, because it, it struggled, man. Very badly. Georgia, Georgia State. All right, let's do it again. We did it last week. We'll do it again. Over-under? Over-under on <laughs> interceptions for Spencer Rattler. We set it bar at one and a half. We went with the over last week. Spencer Rattler did not disappoint mm-hmm. and threw two interceptions. Right. Now, we'll go one and a half again. Against Arkansas, I will say this: mm-hmm. I was not impressed with Arkansas secondary. Well, that's but does it balance? Because were, were you impressed with South Carolina's offense? No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> we'll do the over under. We'll set it one and a half, and I'll actually go under. I think he'll throw an interception. I don't think he'll throw two. Well. You know, man, the more I think about it, hold on. The more I think about it, because he saw, he's going to see what I saw right. on film. Whenever he's he's going to throw it. And he's going to say, oh, I got this. Right. I got this. Right. And he's going to sling it. Right. And they probably going to be there. He'd probably be under more pressure also. That too. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. What you want, over or under? I'll I'm take going the over. You go over? All right, I'll take under, I'm y'all. Going over. He's still going to throw at least the one. Only, the only reason I say he don't go over is they drop it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, though, that safety they got that was hurt last year yeah. actually got injured in that game and left with another shoulder injury, and I think that might hamper um, Arkansas because that kid right there can ball. Yeah, they can. He can be a first-round pick. He yeah. could. Hell, yeah, bumper pool. Is there? Yeah. He is? Yes. I mean, that's the best name in college football. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yep. All right. Another one we got here is Wake Forest at Vandy. Mm. How many points can Vandy put up? On Wake. On Wake. It's going to be a chip. Uh, hmm. I say they can score 35 or more or less. I'm thinking less. Less than 35? Yeah, I say less. All right, guess wait. I think it'll, I think they'll score thirty five. This is what they got one, like you said before. They got to keep that quarterback healthy. Right, right. They do. And, but but how much how much does Wake keep the ball away from the offense? See, the best defense sometimes is great offense. Yeah, that's true. Keep Running the ball, the ball. yeah. Run yeah. the ball, run the clock. Right. 
get the keep the ball away from them. That's true. They might end up doing that. Yeah, it might. It's so funny now. I watch these shows and they're all hyping this kid up now. Right. Which I I feel kind of bad because we could have talked about this kid in our SEC preview show, but yeah, all we, but talked, we about talked about more was the baseball team and yeah, softball. The team as a whole is what we talked about. <laughs> True, and we're not counting wins. I right. don't care how many wins they right. win. We need right. points. Right. We need points. We said they need a hundred. Yeah, one hundred and yep. And got one hundred five. Tracking them. Yep. They they cut they cut about five six points off of their average that right. they got to have to beat the baseball team. Right. And then after this, they got Northern Illinois. So these yeah first few weeks they can actually get a head start. Now what if mm-hmm. they not two hundred points off of it in the first four non conference games? Right. And then they go into SEC play with eight games left. They would be a hundred and sixty five points off. Right. So they would need 165. Mm-hmm. Let's do the quick math real quick. 165 divided by 8. Mm-hmm. They would only have to average 20.6 points a game in SEC play. Okay, about 21 points. They but, play South Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they play South Carolina. Yeah, they're, in the same, they're in the same division. <laughs> South Carolina and, and uh, Missouri. and Missouri, yeah. Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky. Yeah. But my question is going to be is this is how long would they leave the quarterback in the game? What I mean by that is if this say, this say for instance, Georgia, they play against Georgia, it's not competitive. Georgia goes up and still kind of hammering within the third quarter. Yeah. Will they leave the quarterback it's in? It's 42 nothing in the third? Yeah. No, he's not playing. Okay, so that's going to that's gonna probably hurt him there. But if it's a game more like a South Carolina where he's probably going to play the full game, yeah. Then he could probably muster up some points. You know, because even if he don't get them in touchdowns, he can get them in field goals. Yeah, and see, and this is the thing. Let's just say, theoretically, they get shut out by Alabama and Georgia. Right. They'll have to average 27.5 points in the other six. Right. So it might be close. But that's if they get 100 <laughs> against Wake. And- right, and it just it depends on the floor of the game. True, that too. The Florida game, because I mean, once you get jumped on, you're probably not going to leave him in there. You'll probably pull your starters and. Or does he stay healthy? That's going to be a challenge also, because their offense basically run through him. Oh yeah, everything is, and, he, is. and he's getting outside that tackle box. Mm-hmm. You fair game. Oof, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. And he think he fast. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll keep track and see how many points Vandy can keep chipping away at the baseball team. Right. Another game we got, noon game. It's actually some pretty good noon games this week. Mm-hmm. We got Missouri at K-State. My surprise team, Missouri. Right, right. Old rivalry right there. Kansas. Uh, yeah. State of Kansas. K-State, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kansas State played solid last week. Yeah, and they're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Right. Missouri... Struggle that time. They did highlight your surprise pick. I mean, yeah. as far as your they freshman. Luther. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he played really well. Yeah. They did. Their defense played all right. They, yeah, they, they had a slow start. Right. They did, which, I mean, I think happens in every week one. Right. If you notice with a lot of these mm-hmm. teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, we discussed that, you know, because, I mean, it, a lot of times you hear things coming out of camps is the offense head of the defense or defense head mm-hmm. of the offense or, you know, offense won the day, defense won the day. And with the limited – you know, scrimmages that they have and practices and you can't really tackle and stuff like that. So it's going to be some mishaps. Yeah, and right. it's a noon game right? in Manhattan, Kansas, right? which is about as boring as Lawrence, Kansas. Hey, I mean, but then you don't have to travel all across the country. Either. Get in, get out. Right. 
<laughs> Bill Snyder might be in attendance. Oh yeah, he probably will be. Yeah. Uh, he, he'll wander down to the stadium. That's right. <laughs> it's hopefully they don't have a silver alert for him. <laughs> All right, then the last noon game we're gonna highlight here is the SAT Bowl. Right. SAT Bowl, y'all. Duke at Northwestern. Both both coming off wins. Uh week yeah. zero for Northwestern. Duke win last week. Yeah, Duke got look pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be an interesting game. Should be. I think we need to highlight that one, keep an eye on it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that one. I think the point spread's pretty tight on that one mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I mean that's just that's that's one of the smart people bowls. They keep well, no, not really. Nine and a half Northwestern's favorite by. But that's that seemed kind of large, don't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's not like Northwestern's tearing it up on the offense side of the ball. No, I mean they had if it wasn't for <laughs> Scott Frost, they right. would have lost. Right. <laughs> And then Duke and I mean Duke beat Temple thirty to nothing. I mean right, it was a good start. Yeah, I mean pretty decent start. Average yeah. five hundred total yards. Yeah, on they, offense they didn't start with the FCS team. No, that's true. But I think that was a good win. You, you know, yeah, I mean five hundred total yards on offense, three twenty eight passing, one seventy two on the ground. Mm-hmm. Held Temple to one seventy nine. They have a defensive minded coach. Yeah, we'll see. Duke. Yeah. Ooh. We'll have to see on that one. Maybe one of those years where, you know, you're senior heavy. Yeah, I think that's a huge point spread, though. Yeah. The way these games been played, I mean, it's been very few blowouts. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and another one we got, in North Carolina goes on the road to another group of five <sighs> school, <sighs> Georgia State. Uh, they better be careful. Georgia State showed up. Georgia State can sling the ball against South Carolina. Yeah, so you know they 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 they're scrappy over there. Yeah, and what is this with with North Carolina going to these group of five schools? <laughs> I think they literally took it the anytime anywhere type deal a little Man, too far. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do this. I mean, no, you really don't. Though, are, are they are they getting getting some of their money back? I hope so. You know, because, I mean, normally, you know, the roads, you pay the road too. Yeah, to come there. Right. You do. Is Mac trying to help out, though? <laughs> I don't I guess know. so, man. By drawing attention to him and having big games and helping the city? Yeah, they got to do something. Uh, that I guess stadium it, only holds 25000 Man, I About the same as the last one they just played in. I just wonder how many tickets they get. I don't know. Like five? Probably, I mean, shoot, can't be much. Yeah, it can't. That's crazy going on the road so like that. Can again. your band? I guess the band can travel. Let's take them up seats. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they're allotted. We'll let y'all hold the band here, but that's about it. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind playing them, but it would probably be a neutral site where it hold more fans. Yeah, versus at your home stadium. Yeah, because Georgia State's in Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. And they're playing where the Braves used to play baseball. Yeah, we would we would play there. Yeah, versus playing at your stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand the college atmosphere and everything, but dude, come yeah, on. no, twenty five thousand atmosphere can't be that great. No, yeah, at least it'd be a sellout for them. Yeah, you gotta make sure you sell all your tickets. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They better get that defense together and get that special teams blunder fixed. Definitely, man. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and then here goes another one we got. Uh, UTSA at Army. Mm. That's only a two-point game. Yeah, Army had a hard loss 
in, uh, in both. the Coastal Carolina last week in UTSA. I I think UTSA gonna handle them. Yeah, I think they I think they put points up. That Frank Harris is legit. Yeah, I think they put points up. I think I think he's I think he's really legit. Yeah, you can take the ball. I think they'll they'll pull a little more points up than Army. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're both looking for the first win. You know, the Army's normally solid on defense. Yeah, I think UTSA take it. Yeah, I do too. All right, then we got our four o'clock games. We got Houston at Texas Tech. Mm. That ought to be a good one. Tech's a three point favorite in that game, but Tech's quarterback has actually got hurt. And he got evaluated. They say he's going to end up missing two weeks. But then I was like, okay, well, let's see how the guy that came in that he replaced, or how did he play? And when I was looking at it, that kid plays solid. I mean, granted, it was against Murray State. So, I mean, you got to take it for what it's worth. But the kid ended up going 14 to 16, mm-hmm. four touchdowns, no picks, 221 yards. Did what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Donovan Smith. Right. Sophomore, six five two thirty. Mm, big boy. Yeah. So they can actually. Uh, I think he might mess around and take <laughs> this dude's job. Yeah, he took took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, especially, I mean, especially with RPOs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he had two carries for nine yards, but still, I mean, fourteen out of sixteen for two twenty one. That's hard to do against good. nobody out there. So and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he might. <laughs> he might end up taking that job. Dude, say shoot me up, man. Put me back in, coach. Hey, I was like, if I was a Houston player, I'd be like, come on, get that other guy back out here. Right. <laughs> he's more, he, he's more in the pocket and isn't quite as big. A little easier to take down than that dude right there. That's a right. big boy right there. Right. So then another one we got here is Iowa State at Iowa. Man, here's a crazy one. Shoot, Iowa's a three and a half point favorite. After last week, yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be four nothing, two safeties, dude, and they cover, dude. <laughs> or they figure it's gonna be three nothing with the field goal. I don't see it if they if their offense is stagnant like it was last week. Yeah, easy win for Iowa State. And see, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, Grant, like I said, Iowa's defense played really, really well, mm-hmm. but I did not understand that how they have a three point three and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted. That Iowa State played Southeast Missouri and beat them forty-two to ten. But they put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, that that's too. the thing. They're used to seeing it go in the end zone. Yeah, because and like we said, Iowa plays in South Dakota State, which is a FCS school, and right. they won seven to three. Right. So they I mean, defense. They got good defense. Great defense. Defense mm-hmm. doing their thing. But you, man. I'm telling you, I would. If I was Ferris, I'd fire my son. Good thing they got going for him. Wow, the over-under is 41 and a half. Man. I do not see 42, 41 points being scored in that game. They never maybe, score that high. Maybe, maybe Iowa. That's true. Or Iowa State. <laughs> I mean, Iowa State, yeah. Maybe yeah. Iowa State put the points up. They might. Mm-hmm. Uh. Man. All right, so now those are pretty much the 4 o'clock games. Not too many big games in that time slot this week. Like I said, there's still a lot of cupcake games being played. Right. So I mean, we got to take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. So then at 7 o'clock, we got Kentucky at Florida down in the swamp. Right, right. Another SEC division game. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think so. I, I think I really do, uh, considering Kentucky's won that game, won that game last year. 
uh, two of the last four years they won it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... But interesting is uh, one of your dudes, man, Chris Rodriguez. Man. Probably going to be out this game. We'll see. Mm. It's our last game. Yeah, Stoops need to come on. Put my man back out there. Right, right. And suppose that was one of their uh, strengths. It was a run game. Well, it's supposed to be. Lose a backup. Ramon <laughs> Jefferson, the injury last week. <laughs> Goodness. Right. Well, I mean, they're going to have to, I guess they're going to lean on that Levitz then. And him passing the ball. Right. And to make matters worse, uh, Jutan McLean, he goes down with an injury. Another running back? Another running back. <laughs> so now he's looking possibly to start red shirt freshman. Wow. Against Florida? Yeah. At L- Florida? Lavelle Wright. Yep. He wants to start a red shirt freshman? Hey, he may have to do what he got to do. Man. So probably put more on the shoulders of Levitt's. We'll see what he oh, got. Oh, yeah, he'll have to. We're going to see what he's doing made up. Yeah. You know, he's going to be focal point. I mean, that run game was there. But I was hearing even last last week against Miami, Ohio, off his line didn't get much push. No, and see, and that's what I talked about on our thing. Right. Yeah, they, they only returned like two offensive linemen. Right. And then I, I read that after I picked Rodriguez to be player of the year. Right. And then he ends up getting suspended. And they don't got the two old linemen back from last right. year. So if you're not getting that push, man, the run yeah. game's not gonna really help play action too much. Uh uh-uh. uh. So not it's gonna be interesting, especially after the crowd we saw last week. If that crowd returns. Oh yeah. And uh And it's still gonna be hot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Seven o'clock game. Yeah, we saw some of the effects of that game. Mm-hmm. Guy on guys on the sideline and Cramping on the field. Cramping up. Yeah, man. <laughs> we called that, though. We knew that was oh, going to yeah, happen. Definitely. Definitely. You can train all you want, man. But yeah. if you're not in that element. Uh-uh. And if you're not definitely hydrating, like, you have to overexert yourself on hydration. Right. Especially if you're from up north coming down south to play. Right. So, interesting. Kentucky was one of the teams, along with Tennessee, that was picked possibly to fin- finish second behind Georgia. Yeah. Real trendy pick. Yeah. Yeah, if they can't um, fix that O-line as far as the push and everything, dude, it's going to be a long one. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if they can't get that running back back yeah. from being suspended for, what was he, drunken driving or something? Yeah. DUI or something like that? Yeah. Damn. Got to be more smarter, man. Definitely, man. Got to be more smarter. And then, like I said, with injuries, they happen, but you hate for them to happen this way. You know, early. <laughs> yeah. That's the way you're probably going to be leaning. Like I said, I don't know, but if it was a solid red shirt freshman, you yeah, know, you know. I mean, it might be. I mean, them coaches right. do sit on some of them kids. For oh a yeah, while, yeah. You can you find know? a you can find a dude and kind of hold him. Mm-hmm. You never know. You know, but uh, yeah, it kind of hurts your depth a little bit. Is this a game that that Richardson takes another step in climbing up the the Heisman ladder? I think he can. I think he can because. This is the thing. If the defense can kind of give him more opportunities, mm-hmm. if Levis isn't moving the ball like an experience, because I don't think they're as experienced as Utah. Yeah, no. Utah brought like so 16 starters back. Yeah, they brought almost everybody back. <laughs> right. With this game, not this team not being as experienced, you probably get more. But, dude, he, he's got some weapons around him. There's a couple of dudes he had yeah. in that backfield. Almost popped a couple. I like that ETN. ETN is going to be nice. He's just like his brother. Yeah, he's going to be yeah, nice. He's and somebody he, they need to look out for. And he's going to be fresh. He's not starting. Yeah, <laughs> that too. 
Yeah, that makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think he's gonna be nice. I think they're gonna probably slowly bring the passing game on. They got that. They got a couple of dudes. Ricky Pearsall made a heck of a catches, dude. Mm-hmm. He made some nice catches in there. So if you can kind of solidify that, because right now the focal point is Richardson. I yeah. mean, you can't leave your lanes. Oh yeah, you leave your lanes, he's gonna make you pay. Mm-hmm. So now, um, even with that and the RPOs. You don't know who has the ball, and guys are being patient in the backfield. It can be a dangerous offense. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I now it's so crazy. You know, he had a really good game against Utah, and right. now this is where you start hearing the comparisons come out. Oh right, right, the yeah, comparisons or whatever. Oh, he's more like this guy. He's more like that guy. More like this guy. And from what I've seen of him, I think he's more of a Cam Newton. Right. Than a Vince Young, right? I don't think he's as swift as Vince. And I heard one person on the TV this morning said mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. He's no, he's not Lamar fast. He's not, he's not Lamar yeah, yeah. fast, and he's way more physical than Lamar is. Yeah, or was. he's kind of a mix of players, which is, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that means he's going to be. The yeah. first Anthony Richardson. Exactly. I remember. I remember because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I remember. <laughs> I remember DMX was asked this question, and people were asking him like, hey, well, "We hear about yeah, you're the next Tupac." Because they know I'm the first DMX. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, what is wrong with being the first? I'm the first X. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just me. Now <laughs> you compare it out to me. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's a mixture. Dude runs like a four three. He's like two hundred forty pounds. Yeah. On a four three. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? At so, that size. So he's a mixture of guys. Because I mean, Cam. I don't think Cam ran a four three at that no, size. No. He's got that size. But I mean, if you're talking straight line speed, maybe uh, would Lamar run four two. Something like that. Something I know like that. Fast as could be. Yeah. So he's probably around there as far as speed. You can tell once once he gets outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, moving. Oh yeah, that straight line speed. Yeah, yeah that's different speed. That different speed, right yeah, there. Yeah. You know, so I think it just kind of mixture of everybody. Now Kentucky's going to have to play him different. Will they? Will they man up or will they zone? I mean, they, they may take their chances with man to man. Yeah, and and send some heat. Don't miss. Yeah, and see, that's the thing too <laughs> with a quarterback like that. I mean, you think it would almost be better because I mean he's only had two real starts. That's it. You know, I that's mean, it. two pretty good teams. First yeah. one against Georgia, yeah, the, the, the championship winner <laughs> uh of the whole thing. Yeah. And then you had the Pac-12 champion. Yeah. So he's only he's only played against champions. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he, he's he's pretty battle tested. So but he I won think, one against champions. Yeah, and yeah. I think I would almost play zone and I would make him beat. I would make him read and beat me. And that's the scary thing though. Because I think he can. I think he can. But that's what I would because do. Because he's got, like like a guy, like I said, like a pure salt that can sit in that pocket. That yeah. can sit in the pocket. What I mean by pocket, not the quarterback pocket. Yeah. But in the zone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not putting heat on him, he can get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a scary thing. And then, like I said, they are going to be running RPOs. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, it's going to freeze. It's going to freeze the safety. It's going to freeze the linebackers. And yeah. probably even defensive ends. Because mm-hmm. they got to contain outside. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to over-pursue and then and get behind him and then, then he's gone. Yeah, he, he's an X factor, though. Uh, like I said, I think you can probably, you're going to have to call a good game and scheme against him. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know the coach is going to try to put him in the best positions. They call some pretty good plays. 
Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be wins is what's going to keep him in the Heisman conversation. Oh, of course. Because I think talent-wise, he has that. There's no no discussion. There's no argument on that. I think it's going to be more about wins. How many wins would it take? Oh, quality wins also. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want to play against Georgia and go 3 or 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't. I mean, but I mean, and I don't think that would happen with this kid. But how many wins do you think it would take for this kid to, I guess, to win it? Yeah. Because he'll be considered. Yeah. I want to say anywhere from 9 to 10. About 9 to 10? I would say. Yeah. That's a good number. I I would say say. so, too. Because they, I mean, because you got to think about it. It's what they're what they're there's two that he's looking at. It, it, it can go either way. Georgia, they're not even expected. People not even expecting him to win that game. No. So, but if he plays well in that game, yeah, or mess around and win that, he game. mess around and win that game. You know, because that's that's what they always look for. What's that? What's that signature moment? Yeah, that's what they're looking. Oh, for. Oh yeah, exactly. So he's going to have a lot of opportunity to have signature wins. Mm-hmm. He goes to A and M. Yeah. And now you know that's a hostile environment. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying going to A and M. He has. Tennessee, which is a and, and he goes to Tennessee. Wow, you know, which is a, a hostile environment. Yeah. So you got a couple with those three. Um, he come to Tallahassee. Yeah, depends on where they are. Day after Thanksgiving, he has that one. He has depends where they are, but when they play him LSU, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so he they, he's got some opportunities. Yeah, there's some that he can circle on the calendar, right? Yeah, if he balls out, right, he could be holding that Heisman. He could be holding that Heisman. I mean, he even could. with this Kentucky game, because I mean, they're they're considered probably the second best team in the conference. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're granted they lost team. some players, but yeah, that's true. So he's got some he got some opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'd say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's the next game we got in the seven o'clock slot. We got Arizona State at Oklahoma State. Mm. Herm versus Gundy. Right. There it is again. Herm Herm had a solid outing. He did what he supposed to do. Yeah. Against a lower yeah. level school. He did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But you're going into that hostile environment, man. Oklahoma State was in a battle with Central Michigan for a minute. I know. And it. they gave up forty four points to Central Michigan. Right. Now I'm not saying the Arizona State and Herm can score forty four points. Right. And then Spencer Sanders, he did he did good. Yeah. And I, I Still ain't sold on him, but yeah, yeah. But uh, granted, I mean, Michael Wayne puts together pretty good offense. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, yeah. Even at Colorado State, Mm -hmm. he's put up some pretty good offenses. So, oh yeah. Um, you know that that's no slouch. I mean, giving up some points to that coach team, but uh, I think this win would be bigger for Herm than it would Gundy. Oh, definitely. I mean, Gundy's home. Yeah, that too. You better, yeah, you better handle that. Yep. And we put them at number four, right? We did, right? Because you still have the team that will probably battled them for number four, which is Baylor. They still got to play Baylor. Yep. Oklahoma. Yep. You know, so Kansas. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even K State. Yeah, we gonna throw Kansas in there. Kansas represented. Kansas represented. So you got, yeah, man, you got your your schedule, and then most likely. You'll probably be playing one of those other teams again. Yeah, in the championship. Yeah, game. in the championship game. So, what? How many wins does Herm have to have to keep his job? Or is this just a I think foregone conclusion? I think it's foregone. I think it's just kind of being prolonged. We're just gonna try to get through this season. Yeah, and after that, say, Coach, we gotta let you go. Yeah, yeah. I is think, it too far gone? Yeah, I think they want to change the narrative. Mm. I think people just want to just change the narrative. 
clean slate. Nothing against her. It would be like a mutual separation. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I want to spend more time with the family. Yeah. I'm going to resign. Clean slate. And just kind of put this behind us yeah. and, and move forward. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they got so much other stuff to even still deal with with the Pac-12. Who knows what's going to happen with that conference? Yeah. Expansion, maybe teams, hopefully they don't leave. I mean, now with the 12-game Man, I'm trying to tell you. Playoff now. Yeah, so. I USC. I'd be like, y'all need to work up a TV deal so I can come back. You talk. Yeah. I mean, the doors, I'm quite sure Pac-12 said, okay, well, you know, it's open, but, you know, they're playing, <laughs> kind of playing hard to get. You know, no one, please say yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please come back. Please come back. Yeah, but, but then, We're thinking about, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have done us like that. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because they're going to say, we're going to be in. You have a hot, you have a tougher road to get in over oh, there now. You ain't lying. And who knows how they're going to, how they're going to, um, they're not going to have divisions? What's that? The Big Ten? They haven't said. Well, it depends on how they do it. Yeah. You may be with one juggernaut, or you may be on the same side as the Ohio Man, State. you don't want to be on that west side. That's right. where all the big you might, ballers are. You might get on that west side and they yeah. put... Or is it the east? It's, it's the east, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the east. That's a good yeah. one. Who knows? They may, they may even mix it up even going. more yeah, because it kind of yeah. makes sense. I heard you, they wanted some more California or west coast teams that have, like, not a division, mm-hmm. but to help with scheduling. Right. So the travel isn't that bad right. for them. Right, right. It isn't. And they may pull a couple of dudes, but then will they come now? Hell no, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> nah, you go... Yeah, you make it better, yeah, easier for exactly. us. Yeah, you make it easier for me. Right? Why go over there and get into that battle? Yeah, the hell with that. Uh-uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh-huh. I just got to beat them. That's it. And I'm gonna make some money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So them dudes, they gonna sit the Utahs and Oregon's. I think they sit. Mm-hmm. I do too. They stay. Yep, me too. So yeah, like I said, I, I like to see Herm get back. I would, but yeah, I'm like you. I think it might just be too far gone. I wish it wasn't. I love Herm. Yeah. I would play for Herm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, unfortunate. I think it just... And the thing that really threw it all off, mm-hmm. that made it start spiraling, was because of the COVID year. Right. Because of having players on campus and stuff. Yep. That's where all the... Yeah. They started digging into and getting in trouble and having visits when you couldn't have kids on campus right. and stuff like that was because of the whole COVID year. So right. if that never happens, I don't think none of this is even relevant. Right, yeah. Then, you know, you had to release the coaches. Yeah, so, because yeah. of that. Yeah, and they had decent coaches. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't even think we're having this discussion if that doesn't happen. For right, all but that. It, there again, you got perspective. You got so many people over there, man. You're talking about grumblings, uh, maybe some boosters, reporters, yeah, um, fan. I mean, just the fan base in general. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what? Let's kind of clean this up. Yeah, unfortunately. Just, yeah, just kind of move forward. Yeah. All right, and another one we got, a school that we was just talking about, is USC at Stanford. Right. 7.30 ABC, prime time. Right, man. Everybody's yeah. going to see what's going on out there in California. I don't yeah. think the game's going to be close. Yeah, but is it is that better to highlight USC in the conference, or does it expose Stanford even more? Oh, it's going to expose them even more, You know, I think. Because, see, a lot of people, I mean, it's probably West Coast probably, you know, of yeah. course, aware of Stanford, Washington, and, and, and how they've been going the last several years. But mm. probably around the country may not have been no. watching Stanford as much. But No, because they haven't been in the top 25, really. So right. they're not going to spark any interest 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And with this being a 7.30 game now, all eyes will be on Oh, them. yeah. Now, that, and see, and that's what we talked about in our Pac-12 thing. Mm. Why can't they play more games like this? Yeah. You see it's USC, they're playing this game at 7.30. Right, right. This ain't a 10.15 game. Mm-hmm. They played Rice 6 o'clock Eastern. Right. They right. Did. So they're getting more than TV time. Exactly. It was right. on Pac-12 Network, which right. only three households in the whole country get, but because right. <laughs> <laughs> of that horrible TV deal. But they're not playing 10.30 games. Right. Because they're USC. Right. You know, because now they want to showcase them. And that, now... Now, once again, Rice isn't a good measuring stick. Mm-hmm. But anytime your defense has not one, not two, but three right. pick sixes, right. man, don't don't let this defense be somewhat decent. Not, right. not with that, this that's offense. What I'm saying. You can't tell yet. It is just overshadowed by the offense, and they're pretty solid now. But then again, like I said, you'll start seeing them against better competition. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's against Rice. So, I mean, it's it's – not the best measuring stick, but right. having three pick sixes in one game, I right. think, is pretty impressive. Definitely. Regardless who you are. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a very interesting game. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, you, I think it's going to expose Stanford even more. Right. Because, I mean, you see, no one really paid attention to them. And then we started talking about them. Yeah. And I'm driving the other day on the radio. And then mm-hmm. they bring up the same thing we talked about right. the record and has he peaked and yeah. all this. And, and I was so aggravated, I had to change the channel. Right. <laughs> so now we got the late night games. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock games, 10, 10.30, or whatever they are, the late nights. Right. We got Baylor at BYU. Right, right. I think that's going to be a good game. I think so. And that's why I thought uh, BYU would probably stay ranked for this game. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it that way until you had said that. Because now, right. like you said, right. that's a game they got to try to sell. Right. To get people to watch it at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And bring some attention to BYU also. Yeah. So and they're hosting it, which is good. Mm-hmm. Which I think that'll probably be a low scoring game. I think that right. one's gonna be pretty low. Right. The next one we got here is Oregon State at Fresno State. That's kinda odd. I kinda put that one on there just because Oregon State's going down south. Right. Fresno right. down in well, not really too far south because Fresno's in Northern California, but right. heading down another one of those going on the road to a group of five type schools. It is, and Fresno State's a solid team, and they're going to play against Oregon State, who handled Boise State just this past weekend. Right. So we'll have to see what they can do when they go down there to Fresno against the Bulldogs. And then the last one we got for tonight's slate, we got Mississippi State going to the desert out in Arizona. Mm. That's going to be an interesting game, I think. In Arizona, Arizona State, right? No, Arizona. I mean Arizona, yeah, yeah Arizona. We yeah. did hear him already. The Wildcats, yeah, and I think he he's he's added some some pieces over there, kind of under the radar. I was know. surprised they won this last week. I I was I was aware of what they did. I didn't know how fast they come together, Mm-mm. but I knew he had brought some transfers in there, and definitely that Jacob Cowan. Yeah, I was familiar with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude right here is a beast, man. He's a slot slot machine, wow. and, and I was like, dude. A lot of people wanted this guy, but I didn't know how fast it was going to come together. No, and like we talked about how great they was doing in recruiting, you mm-hmm. know. I still, I think Mississippi State will probably win out there in the desert, but I like that though that Mississippi State's traveling. Mm-hmm. That they're going out there and they say, "Okay, we're going to the desert." So late night game out there mm-hmm. in Tucson, Arizona, I think would be pretty good. And the thing is, to Mississippi State benefit, mm-hmm. they have Mike Leach. 
Yeah. Who's coaching that conference. So exactly. He's he knows how to kinda of handle that atmosphere and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So he can give him some insight. And could help him in recruiting. Right. And I could and I mean I, I would think even not just Mike Leach, but some of the, the coaching staff. Oh yeah. They came sure. over from Washington State. So mm-hmm. they're familiar with that area. Oh so. yeah. They know the area, they know right. the teams. Right. They do, so that right. ought to be pretty good. Right. All right. So those are all our FBS schools. We have one for the HBCU we want to Highlight on here. We got Jackson State versus Tennessee State. Right, right. Jackson State coming off a big win last week. Huge win. Over FAMU mm-hmm. in 59-3. Yeah, it, was, oh, it wasn't as close as I thought it was. Not at be. all. Not at all. A 7-6 um, game the year before. Right, right. <laughs> Anticipated. But um, I, I was aware that even last year there were some guys that, that transferred in that didn't play. Mm-hmm. That You're talking about FBS-level guys. Oh, yeah. And um, I knew it recruited well. And he was kind of building that team and, and developing those players. Yeah. Um, kudos to them because this game could have went either way. Oh, yeah. What I mean by that is Jackson State was dealing with their issues. FAMU was dealing with their issues. Oh, yeah, that's right. all their players. Jackson State's dealing with, you know. Water, like, issues, water issues. Sanitary issues. Right. Yeah. And living in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these guys could have, you know, lost focus. Oh, easily, it, easily, and and um, but he was able to kind of keep them focused on the task or whatever. Let us deal with this situation. Yep. You got just play, focus on playing football, mm-hmm. and then they came through. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. So, um, kudos to them. I mean, for for not allowing that to be a distraction. Yeah, because it could have been. Yeah, it easily could have been a distraction. Yeah, man. and they're like, okay, after this game, what are we going back to? Yep. You know, we don't have water. And, and do you think maybe at FAMU? Mm-hmm. Was just worn down and tired from that game against North Carolina. I think I think that you know too, what I'm not, saying? not just even the North Carolina game. I think they was probably mentally tired of all the stuff that was going on with the administration. Oh yeah, because they was in the news everywhere. Right, new guys writing letters, man. <laughs> yeah, to the president. Trying, yeah, you know. Come on, and man. I, everything they said in this, and I'll probably get some backlash from this, but everything they said in that letter, I 100 percent agree with. Mm-hmm. The only thing I did not agree with, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Right. I don't believe the student athletes, not just at FAMU, but any school. Because the one of the things they said was, we need to be involved in who the next athletic director is. You need to involve us on picking the next athletic director. I don't believe that's necessary. No, I I think administration. Because my thing is, (laughs) you ain't going to be here but a couple years. I'm hiring an athletic director for the next 20 years. Right, right. But this is is a thing also. Yeah. I don't believe any school, not just FAMU, but any school, I don't believe the players or athletes at the school should be involved in picking the athletic director. Yeah, but this is a sketchy part of it over the years is they lost confidence in them in having administration to choose directors over them. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get that. I can see, I can see coaches being more involved. Yeah, exactly. Because no one really knows how much an athlete, an athletic director just doesn't show up to the game. I mean, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff that athletic directors involved with behind the scenes that is over every sport there not yeah. just football yeah not just volleyball or hockey or tennis right. or whatever this man's over every sport yeah and you hope for him to be here for the next 10 15 years yeah but i think it's an issue it's kind of a gap between the administration and the and the athletes it's what it is and i think the coaches probably need to kind of be that bridge yeah exactly yeah the the br- yeah the coaches um, should be yeah now you can you can probably 
suggest, I don't know, maybe get some feedback from the coaches or mm-hmm. something like that through the coaches. Um, because that you, you would assume now, this is just me personally, if these guys care about the men, the uh, the school, you assume that there'll be alumni and they're giving back to the school. Oh, yeah, of course. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can kind of see if they're coming from that perspective yeah. that we're we're going to be future alumni. Yeah. So involve us. Mm-hmm. I can, if you're coming from that perspective, but just as a student athlete saying, no, I need to know and, and this and that. Now, I think, I think administration, coaches, and I and I did see at one point where the actually the administration of the, uh, the SWAT conference uh-huh. got involved in this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now they can get involved. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and, and along with coaches, probably making that decision. Mm-hmm. But as far as the players, I think they probably need to uh, just choose the avenue of going through the coaches. I mean, which they trust the coaches. Yeah. And I think the coaches can make probably make the right decision. Cause they'll sit down with them and, and just see what the, what's the vision of the athletic director exactly and show the vision and right. give them updates about what what this guy can do or that lady can do or you right know, and they'll do, like they, and then they can do their own independent research oh yeah of course and everything else they wrote in their letter I'm a hundred percent on board right. with them right. I mean that right. is a complete and I don't give a damn we're understaffed or whatever lame right. excuse that they were trying to give right. is BS right just handle handle the business. Yeah. Whatever needs to be taken care of, handle. If if the person can't handle that job, then you, you replace them with someone who can. Somebody who can handle the job. Yeah, you know, and what it entails. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a should, yeah. complete debacle. It was. Yeah, it, it should it have been horrible. handled. It lingered. It lingered way too long. Yeah, I mean, you tell a kid, oh yeah, you just gotta take these classes in the summertime, and right. you're good. And right. the kid takes them and passes them. Right. And then they come back and they say, hold on. You don't have enough credits to be eligible. Right. That kid did nothing wrong. Right. You know, he got guided by his guidance counselor that told him the wrong thing. Right, right. So I think, I think, yeah, there needs to be people put in place yeah. that can oversee this stuff and, and guide these kids. Because these guys, that's the least thing you want, man. You don't want these kids to be worrying about. No. Outside stuff that administration should be handling. Exactly. You want them focused over here on this football. Yeah, like and, I got to worry work. about if the and person the who's supposed to be teaching me is telling me the right thing right. or not. Right, right. <laughs> I should not have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, take education and the, and the sport itself. That's where your focus should be, not on you know who the next hire is or you know, yeah. all that stuff and so transfers. But yeah, but the Jackson State and Tennessee State game. That's the right Dion versus Eddie, Eddie George. George. Yeah. You hear what Eddie George said about his son the other day? Right. It refreshed my memory. <laughs> yeah. He said his kid can go anywhere he wants but two schools. He said he's not going to Jackson State to play for Dion. Right. And he ain't going to that school up north. Right. <laughs> that wouldn't even call him by their name. Right. That 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 <laughs> plays in the same division as his alma mater. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. And I, I like Eddie's stance. Mm. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you know. Of course, so, uh, you want to get left out the wheel, son? Go and go one of the schools. <laughs> of course, you know. You know, the, you you try to be a good parent. And the, <laughs> oh that, yeah, I mean he'll support me the but, way. But I mean, it's in the blood. I'm, I'm quite sure. Oh, I'll say it's been bled into him. Oh yeah, of course. That's bled yeah, into you, yeah. If they recruit him, he's going there. Oh yeah, it's been and bled. Into I don't you. know how how he's ranked or where his kid is in recruiting or whatever. But right. yeah, no. If he wants to go there, he's going there. You come here, yeah. or you go there. Yeah, exactly. So those are all the games we got to look forward to in week two. Like I said, if it's anywhere near like week one was and week zero, it's going to be another interesting, fun weekend of college football, everybody. 
Taz, is there any one game you're really looking forward to uh, this upcoming just, week? Just, there's probably a few. Like I said, under radar, that Arizona, yeah. Arizona game, Mississippi State. That one, that was interesting because um, over the years, you never really pay attention to Arizona. Mm-mm. No, they ain't had nothing to pay attention to. Right. Uh, another one that can be catapult. I think they'll even go up this year. I mean, this week is probably Baylor. Mm-hmm. Baylor versus BYU. This would be another top 25 win. That's why yep. I think they stay there. That makes a lot of sense. Because it helps them. Yeah. You know, as far as their resume. That's a good one. Interesting. There's a, there's a few I'm interested in. I mean, I I don't think people are probably really excited about it, but it is a good um, brand matchup, Alabama, Texas. It's early. Yeah. So that, I mean, that that's that's what I like. It's like once you roll out of college game day, yeah. you want to go into a game. Yeah, yeah. That's worthy watching. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. saying, you know, some teams aren't, but, you know, you want a, a game to, hey, yeah. let's, let's get prepped and ready for this game. Then you got a nice 3.30 game. Yep. Nice, nice. Uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock yep. game lined up. You know <laughs> yep. what I'm saying? You don't want got like the late night game. Yeah, you don't want like some gaps. Like, dang, now I gotta wait. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and it's, and it's usually hard to find good noon games. Right. It really is. I mean, decent matchups, but not great right. teams are usually playing three thirty or later. Right, they are. So yeah, jumping right out into that one. I mean, right. at least it'll be interesting for the first quarter. Or so right, and you just rolling there's a game worth watching. Do you know? Shoot, another three hours later, there's a, the three thirty is coming on. There's gonna be some games at three thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. There's always games. And at there's gonna be games tonight, guys. Yep, the night games. ones. So yep. yeah, those those are a couple of them I'm, I'm interested in. Of course, you know that Kentucky Florida, but I don't know. It's mm, gonna be a good game. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Kentucky's down a few, but yeah. hey, I think Stoops will bring the defense. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Missouri K State game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Missouri won my surprise team, so we gotta go ahead and get that W. Mm-hmm. Get in there and get into Manhattan, Kansas, and get mm-hmm. out. I like Houston at Texas Tech. I think that's probably the one game on Houston's schedule that I think they might actually have an opportunity to lose. But and I want to see USC at Stanford. Mm. I want to see them on prime time. What about the over under? For which one? South Carolina. South Carolina? Oh, yeah. Um, I picked the under. Okay. On but, interceptions. Okay. I think he'll throw one. I'll be watching. Yeah. And you picked the over? I picked the over. Yeah. And that'll be one, too. See, I'll watch the Alabama-Texas probably for the first quarter or so. Right. until it, Or the first two, three possessions before it gets out of hand. Right. And then I'll switch over to one of those other noon games. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I wanna, I will. That keep me interested. Anytime we got something like that going on. Yeah. I mean, we can put that on the little TV. Yeah. I got three of them, so yeah, yeah. we'll just put. I have three I'm different. I'm not games. pushing for you to do it, brother, but you, know, <laughs> you tend to not disappoint. Now remember, the year is ten. Yeah, they man, if you do that, that's we already four. at two. That's four, dude. And we ain't even gotten into the meat of it. Yeah, yeah, ten. See, everybody gonna think we was just dogging this kid. No, no, that's what we saw. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, oh, I saw so many rankings and stuff. They're like, oh, he's the number two quarterback in the SEC. Yeah. Behind Bryce Young and everybody think they're gonna win nine games yeah. and I okay. I don't know what they see. I don't either because he's gonna get his know. first L this week against Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Be a long season, brother. Mm-hmm. And they crossover with A and M. Uh yeah yeah A and M yeah yeah they get A and M and. Not sure who the other Arkansas yeah yeah so they get A and M Arkansas and then they get Clemson at the end. Yeah, and Clemson at the end. <laughs> Ooh. You think, you think and Georgia. Uh, shoot. Think huh. he have eight by Clemson? Oh, he'll have over <laughs> ten by Clemson. <laughs> hey, well, 
He'll have three against Georgia. Well, I think he'll have three against Georgia. If he has ten, do they stick with him? You damn right they stick with him. <laughs> what else they got? I don't Remember, know. This is a team that played three know what, quarterbacks. You know what he's gonna do. That's right. But why not get the other dude an opportunity? Because he ain't no damn good either. Yeah, but he can't do any worse than ten. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Give him a chance, he probably could. <laughs> if he hit four in one game, he got a problem. <laughs> Man, I don't think he'll get four in one game, but it can happen. Oh, yeah, well, shoot! By the oh, time he throws the third hey. one, they gonna—they only reason they gonna bench him right. at, at three, so he don't get the four. You didn't think it's because by hey. now they down by right. four or five scores. But you didn't think there would be four in the Cheezer Bowl, did you? No, <laughs> that was horrible. That was like back to back to back. We always bring that up. <laughs> yes, worst bowl game in history. <laughs> I don't even remember what year that was anymore. Was it twenty nine? Nineteen, I think it was before COVID. I think it was COVID. nineteen. I think it was before COVID. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, you think it would be four and seven in that game? Oof, no, I sure didn't. <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna go home and watch the cheese ball." Like, okay, yeah, I was excited. That. I was like, "I think it might be a pretty good game." Yeah, you do that. Uh, uh. I just spoiled it for you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Still mad at you about it. <laughs> no, brother. Sometimes the element of surprise is even better. Hey, go and watch the South Carolina Arkansas game, Ted. It's gonna be a great game. Right. <laughs> Right, we'll definitely highlight that. That might, I, I hope it, it may exceed that cheesy bowl. We'll see. It might. We'll see, bro. We'll see. Well, all right, everybody. That's our week two preview show where we will go ahead and went through some of these games for y'all to watch for. And they'll be, these are just the games we picked to highlight. And just like week one, as I noticed when I was writing it, half of the t- games that we pointed out to look forward to wasn't the ones that we talked about on our recap episode so there's gonna be a lot of good football everywhere again this weekend it is and there's gonna be a lot of games that we didn't talk about here that we're going to touch on on our recap come next sunday just because they're going to exceed all our expectations so college football never seems to let us down and i think we're going to be in for another great week this upcoming week right Ted, you got anything for the people hey man just uh Sheesh, I can't wait to Friday. That's kickoff time. <laughs> yes, sir. So we just got a little downtime, you know, reading up on reports, um, getting injury reports, see who's playing, who's not playing, what news is coming out. So it, we got a lot of catch. I mean, I'm quite sure the fans got a lot of catching up, too. There's some stuff I want to read up on um, oh, yeah. before the week's out because there's a lot of good news coming out right now. Mm-hmm. A, lot of pe- a lot of memes are coming out, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, too. <laughs> and trust me, everybody, we haven't forgot about it or we haven't overlooked it, but we will have a college football playoff expansion episode come out because there's a lot to talk about that that we right. can talk about. And we just didn't want to just throw it in at the beginning of one of these episodes where we're only talking for about 10 minutes or so about it when we can do a whole episode about it. So we want to give y'all all all our insight. We got a lot of insight and a lot of stuff we're going to talk about on that that a lot of people ain't talking about yet. So if you want to hear it first, like we always say, tune in to College Football Sunday and we'll tell you what's really going on. Yep. (laughs) All right. So that's going to wrap up this episode, everybody. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Look forward to another great weekend in college football, and we'll see y'all next weekend. Peace.